0: okay welcome back to nobody asked the podcast this is season three i'm very excited to be back i think that by now i don't even need to explain that you know breaks last longer than they should um but and they also happen a little bit more frequently than um they should Uh, but uh you know we're here now i'm very excited to be here We're posting on the right day, Wednesday, September 22nd, um, season three. I don't know if I've said that yet. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I've been good. I've been starting my final semester at university, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, Well, I'm, I'm hoping it's my final one. I actually haven't seen an academic advisor yet. I've just... I've seen the online version of an academic advisor and um, the computer says I will graduate. So crossing my fingers um, and I'm enjoying most of my courses. I think that, you know, I'm experiencing um, three-hour lectures for like the first time in a long time. And for me, that's a really long time to focus. Like I, I think three... I, I have three courses that are um, three hours long, just once a week, but three hours long. And one of them is from 7 to, well, he stops talking at 9.30 max. Um, earliest is like 9.10 or something. Um, but that's a very long time for me in the evening. I'm not an evening person yet at the moment. Um sometimes I am sometimes I just never sleep. I don't know what it is, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into maybe the topic. I feel like, you know, there's not much else to talk about at the moment. I'm very excited the there is the fall vibes here in Ontario, Canada. Most of Canada, I feel like at the moment, um out east, they're dealing with a I believe it's a hurricane. And I'm sorry for that. Um, they're, they're experiencing a natural disaster. And um, they're picking stuff up. Um, I don't know about the West. I don't know about Central Canada. But I do know in Ontario that it's peak fall vibes right now. And I need to get outside. I need to go to a park. I need to like, wake up early, find a little cafe, get a coffee, or something. I you know, I'm trying to not do coffees. I'm trying to get back into teas. Um and then walk through a park. I need to do that. I feel like that's the vibe. You know what I mean? Um, and clearly, season three, I have not gotten rid of the word vibe from my vocabulary. If not, uh anything, if if not anything, it's gotten stronger. I <laughs> I have not made an active effort um, to stop saying the word. I just kind of cringe every time I do it. Um, But here we are vibing. (laughs) Now, I feel like now we can get into the topic. And the topic's a really special one, I feel like. I, you know, as many people across the Commonwealth nations... um, Experience the Queen's death, Queen Elizabeth II, whether you appreciated it or you well, I feel like in either instance you appreciated that she's gone. Um, you appreciated either her legacy or you appreciated that she was gone because of her legacy. Um now I think that um I won't get into that, but There was one interview that really kind of struck me. It was by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada's interview with one news station. I think he did quite a few. Um, and Or maybe it was a press thing. I don't know. Either way, um, he said that Her uh, Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II was one of his favorite people, which got me thinking about some of my favorite people and um what a favorite person is and then eventually I found out that it's not necessarily the term that we should all be using so maybe right now is a great time to do a little um asterisk moment where we talk about uh what a favorite person is versus a special someone. That's why I named the episode Special Someones, because I uh, I mean special someones. I don't mean favorite person. So anyways, basically, if you're familiar with borderline personality disorder, um, whether you've studied it or you've experienced it, um, you will already know what I mean. But for those of whom who are not familiar with... Um, borderline personality disorder, BPD, um, what a favorite person is, what attachment theory really is like me um, I you know I think many of us know the basics of attachment theory but in, in this specific context, maybe not so much and definitely n- I didn't. Um, so one person online kind of explained it in a certain way that I feel like will be digestible to my audience, the Nobody Asked the Podcast audience. Hi. Um, And that is, quote, too many people are distorting what favorite person means. This is a shorthand phrase to refer to a common feature of borderline personality disorder, which is the unhealthy symptom of relying on some other person to make you feel secure and idealizing them In the process, it does not refer to that special someone with whom you have a happy, healthy, fulfilling and loving relationship. So that being said, I feel like it's very important um, for me to make that distinction because I I know that on the Internet. um, It's it's very uh, important to get the terms correct um, and update them if they're outdated And um, also acknowledge the fact that uh, these are two very different concepts. And I know that if I made the mistake, other people out there would have. So that being said, let's get into kind of the definitions of special someones that I came across on the Internet. I feel like you can already kind of think of some, but here they are. Number one brightens your day when you talk to them. Number two, they're quite easy to be around. So I feel as though it's starting to sound like sort of a best friend. It's, it's sounding sort of like that one teacher that, you know, you can always just go to. Their door is literally and figuratively always open and you can talk to them. For those of whom didn't have that experience, maybe it was like a neighbor, maybe it was a friend, this or that, maybe it was your dog, I don't know. Um, Number three, makes you a better person. I found that quite interesting because, you know, it's not just this person that you go to to vent. They also give you a little bit of feedback. They also kind of maybe steer you in the right direction. Maybe they're the... Parent or guardian that you never really had, you know. Maybe um, they're the I don't know. That's I guess where the the teacher part comes in. Maybe they're a teacher and they're they're just doing a little bit of extra work. You know, they're they're an English teacher, a history teacher, but they're also saying, hey, if so and so is not texting you back, maybe you should just delete their number. Maybe that's not a special someone sort of situation, but that's how I think of it. Um, where are we at? Number four, mundane topics become interesting. So there's this innate, natural, um, feeling of being able to just talk about really, really boring things. Like small talk becomes big talk, if that makes sense. So you could talk about the dust on a mirror, um, And, uh, maybe that's a really bad example, but I don't know, maybe skateboarding, uh, moving on. Obviously this, (laughs) I'm trying to explain it, but I did not think about what I was going to say. Um, number five, they're there in, they are there rather in the darkest days. So again, there's somebody you can go to. They are there in your brightest days. Again, somebody you can go to, somebody you can rely on. And I think that's really important. I feel like a lot of relationships these days, you feel like you can't rely on other people. And that's fine. You're not meant to rely on everybody. But to have somebody you know will always pick up your phone or pick up their phone, rather, pick up your call um, or text or whatever, you um, Is very important. Um, So moving on, number eight, somebody that um, invests in a mutual sort of investment relationship where there's time investment and effort investment. So you're not just sitting there in their presence. You know, a comfortable silence. I feel like, mm, see, I was trying to argue that like you could sit in a room with somebody and you know, you wouldn't have any effort, but you could sit in a room with somebody and you could have effort in comfortable silence, if that makes sense. So you're just sitting there, not talking to each other, but there's a mutual understanding that we're here for each other in this silence. Did did the podcast just get, get a little deep? I don't know. Um, So sometimes as we see later, there can be people who act like a parental figure. So you're Special someone in that instance would likely be seen as mostly giving. Although maybe in your uh, uh, special someone relationship, you know, you're giving something back and you don't necessarily realize that. So, you know, think of the situation. Maybe I'll get into this a little later. I will do that. Number nine, people who can finish your thought. Now this one, again, all of these are from different people's perspectives. So um, I think they're all kind of getting at the fact, especially with this one, people who can finish your thoughts. I think this one is really getting at the fact that it's an easy relationship. They understand you. They know what you need. They know kind of how you work. And uh, I think that's very important. So moving on. Types of special someone's can vary. So this is where we're going to get into the types of relationships that I found online that people consider kind of special someone's. So one person said they're students. And I really like this one, you know? So moving back, we had there in your darkest days, there in your brightest days. You know, you're not going to... um. Unload your darkness as a teacher. Unload your darkness onto your students on your darkest days. But a lot of the time, you're probably going to show up. You're not having the best day, but they are there and they are brightening your day. And, you know, if you've ever been like a teacher, a leader or a mentor or a babysitter, you know that kids can really you know they can be the absolute opposite but they can also just be really easy to be around and they kind of you know i find that they kind of bring you back down to earth a little bit it's it's a grounding experience where you know you can tell that they're just living day by day and it's awesome and it's great um but moving on so that was number 1 a teacher number 2 uh somebody said a surrogate parent or guardian who pseudo adopted you so they continued to say an escape from their own family so that was interesting i don't think it has to necessarily always be an, an an escape obviously in this person's um experience it was an escape and that's for them but i think it's the fact that you know as i was getting at earlier it feels kind of like a lot of the time there's a guardian sort of mentorship relationship um when people think of special someone's like I remember when I was really young um I used to go well I still do I I used to go walking down my street and I knew all of my neighbors and they were all, they were all a little elderly, um, which was fine, but they would say hi and it felt, uh, well, not all of them, but uh, (laughs) it felt easy. It felt, you know, like a community, you know what I mean? It feels wholesome. Um, so, No, I, in that situation, I didn't feel like they were my guardian or anything, but it, there's another aspect to it where it's kind of like, maybe it's just somebody you see on your commute every day. You know, I go to the gym and I see the same people a lot of the time. And, um, you know, in the past I wouldn't have said hi because it's like the gym. You don't want to disturb anybody. Um, But I'm starting to just say hi to these people because it's like I'm spending like an hour or less or more um, a day with these people. And no, we're not talking, but I feel like there's a thing. Is there a thing? Am I, I'm not going to say that there's not a thing, but I'm not going to say there's a thing. But, you know, I should say hi. You know what I mean? Like, um, like today. I was leaving the gym and somebody, um, you know, when somebody holds the door open and it's like, OK, but then they hold the door open and it's very specifically like a little bit too long and you're not sure if um, <laughs> you should start running or not. But they they fully held the door um, for for me. And I thought that was really nice. It, it felt like a special someone sort of situation, if you know what I'm getting at. Um, and I really like that. But moving on. Um, one person said one parent over the other. I feel like that can get really deep and we're not going to get into that. But sometimes that's, that's what that is. Um, and we're going to respect everybody in those situations. But this person said one parent over the other. Another person, which I can relate to, said cousins and siblings and I feel like this is really um a really kind of special one uh, and I would add, like to add cousins siblings and friends you had when you were younger because I feel like um you know over the summer I had gone to kind of like a a reunion of sorts of um like a, a friend circle that I had when I was quite young. Um, and, it, you know, we, we kept in touch online, you know, as people do. No, we didn't talk back and forth for years and years and years, but we saw what each other were doing. And, um, you know, there there was some people who did actually start living in the same city and, like, they, they became friends again and this and that. Um, but when we were all together, it just felt, right it, you know it felt like everybody was a special someone and i thought that was really special um and a lot of the time i know personally i can feel like you know i don't have a special someone right now but then i remember back to um the summer when when i when i had that reunion where i was like that was a really special moment so You might not have it at this moment, but what if you just remembered those times when you did and just hope for, uh, a day when you will again, you know what I mean? Um, that's how I, that's how I deal with loneliness, I guess is, is the underlying, um, subtext here, but cousins and siblings, I feel like is sort of the same thing where, you know, you might not be close with a sibling. You might not be close with cousins, um, I know that out of all of the cousins I have, I, I'm only kind of close with one, um, which is totally fine. Um, but it feels like, you know, you don't have to fill in those gaps. Your siblings know what happened. Your um, childhood friends probably know what what happened. Or I'm acting as if something tragic happened. Or, you know, what's what's happened. Happened, I think, is... The better word here, uh, throughout your life and, and your cousins probably do as well, you know? Um, so I find that special summons can also be, I think for, for a lot of people, um, it ends up being cousins. I know that a lot of people in my personal life, like my friends are really close with their cousins versus their siblings and that's fine. Um, obviously, but maybe, maybe it's your sibling, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's it's uh, another sibling. Um, another person said, of course, I feel like if, if nobody said this, it would be quite odd, but somebody said spouses and partners. And I thought that was, you know, that's evident. I mean, they say to um, people dating and looking for marriage that they should... Um, look for a best friend. And if your best friend is a special someone, that's like ideal. I think that's where you can't go wrong. You know, maybe, maybe it won't work, but I feel like the odds of it working, if you start dating for marriage and you're like looking for a special someone, somebody who fits these traits, like brightens your day, easy to talk to, can finish your sentences. You know, you don't have to put up any barriers around. You just, you know that if you need them, they will, they will be around. And if um, they need you, you will be happily around. It's an easy relationship. I feel like, I don't know, you know? um. So, of course, we had to include spouses and partners um, another one that I feel like it looks as though in my notes that I thought of this, but I must not have, I mean, maybe I did. It looks like I put some notes on it anyways, but basically best friends. And I feel like a lot of us kind of probably listened to this episode and was, were thinking about, um, best friends the entire time because a lot of these traits are best friends, you know? Um, But I feel like when it, when a best friend is a special someone, when they're truly a best friend and not somebody you just see a ton, because remember it's time and effort, time and connection. You know, you can spend a lot of time with somebody. Like, I feel like when I was in school a lot, you spend like nine to three or whatever it is with, a group of people and it's like, oh, these, these are close friends because we spend a lot of time with each other, but the ones you actually have a connection with become your best friends. And I feel like there's another type of best friend where it's like, you don't necessarily talk every day. You don't necessarily talk every week, but when you do talk, when you meet, it's like, it's like your journal or diary kind of, um, showed up at your door, if that makes sense. It feels like you can literally say anything and it's like, it's cathartic. It's, there's a connection. It's easy. It's, it's all of these things, you know, uh, those types of friendships, those best friends that you don't need to see to know that you have a connection with them when you do see them or when you do talk to them. And I think that's really special. Um, So that's all of my notes for this episode. I feel like we started on a really strong note for season three. I'm very excited. Um, If you clicked on this episode, I cannot thank you enough. Um, If you want to review the podcast, that would be ideal. Five stars, say something nice, um, and come back next Wednesday. Share it with one friend. Share it with a special someone Maybe this is the perfect time for you to share the podcast. Nobody asked the podcast, share the link with one of your special someone's. Maybe it'll be the thing um, that really sparks an even deeper connection. Who knows? Now you have something in common. Nobody asked the podcast. I mean, you probably already do if, if you're going to send it to a special someone, because it's all about connection with a special someone. Um, But I'm trying to promote the podcast. Just send the link. (laughs) Um, You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, and all the places you can find podcasts, including Spotify. Again, the podcast gets published every Wednesday. You can hear topics like special someones and other ones and have a really lovely 30 minutes grab a tea next time. I don't know. Sit down. Enjoy the weather. Um, enjoy life. Think about these topics. And again, I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, morning, whenever whenever you're listening to this. Maybe, you know what, I listen to podcasts before I go to bed sometimes. So maybe, maybe you're going to have a lovely sleep now. Good night.
1: It is with the deepest of sorrow that we learn today The passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. She was our Queen for almost half of Canada's existence, and she had an obvious, deep, and abiding love and affection for Canadians. She served us all with strength and wisdom for 70 years as we grew into the diverse, optimistic, responsible, ambitious, and extraordinary country we are today. In a complicated world, her steady grace and resolve brought comfort and strength to us all. Canada is in mourning. She was one of my favorite people in the world, and I will miss her so.